Good morning, everybody. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. And my business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I cater for people for Shabbos, Viantov. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Um, I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my exciting venture, uh, cooking adventures, uh, kosher food traveling, sharing of great ideas and recipes each week. Um, but I want to hear from you. So email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com and share your food experiences with me. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, my website. I think I forgot Facebook there. Yeah, Facebook too. <laughs> Um, so uh, you can join my newsletter on the AussieGourmet.com. Let's make this a conversation. Okay, so we have an amazing show today, action-packed. We've got Donnie Klein on the phone. We've got Melinda Strauss in the house. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself there. Okay. And we're going to be talking to Roberta Shaw from Atlanta, Georgia, in a couple of minutes or so. Um, I want to just make a big shout-out to um, – I hope I'm going to pronounce it right – there's a, an amazing Indian restaurant in Stamford, Connecticut, vegetarian, called, maybe Donnie will know how to pronounce it properly because he's on the line. Also, Navaranata. Nah. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Do you know which restaurant I'm talking about there, Donnie? I, I could not tell you um, the, the proper pronunciation. It's crazy. N A V A. R-A-T-N-A, vegetarian Indian restaurant, after the JWE conference two weeks ago. A bunch of us, in fact, 17 of us, went out to dinner, um, and we had an incredible – I have no idea there was such great kosher restaurants out in Stanford and such a, you know, Indian. I, I Under the Va'ad of Fairfield County, an excellent heksha, um, excellent food, so cheap. I could not get over how cheap the Indian food was. So make that one of your destination kosher restaurants to go to, and we're going to talk to Donnie all about kosher restaurants in a minute. I just want to announce um, Judy Hertzfeld – is winner from New Jersey. He's just a big Nachum Siegel Network fan. She won the Waffle Maker. I had an Instagram Yay. campaign for the last three, four weeks because um, I made potato kugel uh, batter and then I put it in my Waffle Maker and I got potato kugel waffles and I thought that would be a fun giveaway. I've got a lot of feedback on that. So, Judy, I'm going to ship that out to you. So we're going to be in touch. You'll send me your address. I'll send you the Waffle Maker. Excellent. Um, so... Um, we've got Donnie Klein on the phone. Donnie, thank you so much for joining us. He's the web, he's the owner of the website. I don't think you really say owner of the website. Creator of the website. Yeah, that's kosher. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank You've been you. on the show before. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, we are very happy to have you back. Um, yes. Donnie, for the people who missed the last show and who aren't, you know, so technical savvy and not on the computer so much, let's tell them about how big Yeah, That's Kosher is and what your website is. Sure. So uh, a little bit of background. Um, basically, Yeah, That's Kosher is a site that I created about seven and a half years ago um, after a trip that I took with my wife to Scandinavia. And um, we basically did so much research between online and lots of other resources to figure out what we're going to do for kosher food, what we're going to do for uh, Shabbos and then all the related Jewish travel needs that we would have, that we would need um, on, on that trip. And when we when we came back, we realized that a lot of the research that we had done was outdated, was uh, lacking nuance, lacking you know personal advice. And I and I really wanted to to try to create 
a place where not just myself, but myself and, and other people from the community can give advice to other people um, about what's going on with, with kosher restaurants um, all over the world. So um, that's how Yedas Kosher was born, and today um, we help kosher travelers find kosher restaurants. We talk about new kosher restaurants. Um, occasionally I'll, I'll give a review of places that I've visited. And um, I follow Donny very, very closely. Wherever Donny eats, Naomi Nachman eats. You should know that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on winter break last year, wherever yeah. you wherever you went, we were a day behind you, and then people were telling me they were a day behind me because of you. So you had to right, kind of so, like follow the leader, and you're kind of like the leader there. Right. So so what I did this past January was for yeshiva break. Um, it happens to be that we went down maybe a couple of days before the, the the masses went down, so I got a little bit of a head start. Uh, so we were down for a week with my wife and kids, and. Um, I had a schedule. I basically had a list of about 16 or 17 restaurants that we were going to hit in seven days. Um, and we did it. And I was basically able to, um, you know, I kind of Instagrammed the whole thing. And the I would say the, the two main winners yep. from, that ex- from that experience um, were 26 Sushi and Tapas. Yep, we went there because of you. Yep. Exactly. Right. That was, it was so a, it, probably one of the most amazing sit-down restaurant experiences that I've had, um, but the food being super unique. Super um, the, unique. The, the service was impeccable. Like, they were just passionate about what they had to offer. And then the second being Zach the Baker oh, in, in oh, Wynwood, right? Like, I'm I, dying, I bread. dying to go there. Have you not been yet, Naomi? I have not been to Zach the Baker. Okay. My addiction is Zach the Baker. It is so good. It's my you know, number one. For people who like bread, for people who like bread, mm-hmm. there's nothing like that, and we don't have anything like that here in New York. I um, know. What's I know up that, with that there's there's a new there was a new bakery that has re- that recently opened um, in Crown Heights um, or, or near Crown Heights. I, I forget if it's in Crown Heights or on the border, but it's a new bakery slash cafe that recently opened that I blogged about. I've yet to go there, but I know that they're trying to do something like what what Dr. Baker has done. I, although I don't think it's Remotely on that scale. I'm sensing a road trip, Donnie. <laughs> to Crown Heights? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, last week, my wife and I took a little road trip to Crown Heights to do um, uh, Memorial, not Memorial Day. Um, Columbus uh, Day. Columbus Day, yeah. It was yeah. Columbus Day breakfast because I, I had off from work. So Where did Columbus you go? breakfast at, at Basil. Oh, okay. Always a, always a good hit. What did you yeah, get, Donnie? I've, I've, you know, I've, I used no, to go to Basil. <laughs> I've gone to Basil in the past, but always for dinner. Right. This is, the, this is the first time I've actually had the time to head out there and go for breakfast. What so, did you eat? See, we all so want to uh, know. Melinda and I want to know what you ate and all my listeners. Uh, so, you know, I didn't necessarily go for something fancy. I went for what looked good. And I went for the pancakes with strawberry butter. Mm-hmm. I was like, strawberry butter. I was like, I need, mm. you know, I need some of that. And um, we got a bunch of the pastries, which were amazing. Yeah. And, and, my, and my wife got, I think, the poached eggs, which were also delicious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you started the website a, a couple of years ago. Okay. So, how do you find out about? Maybe you can't share the secret. Like, how do you find out about these? Like, you have the, the ear to the ground. Do you reach out to rumors? Like, what's going on in the five towns with that restaurant that used to be King David's? We all have questions for you. So, so there's there's no one way that I find out about new kosher restaurants. Um, there's a lot of different ways. Okay. Um, and, and sometimes I'm not the first, you know, like I'm not necessarily saying that, like, I'm always going to be the first one to announce a new kosher restaurant. I'm Dave Musburg's, not always the first. Dave Musburg's quite onto that a lot also. <laughs> and Ilan. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And, and, you know, 
Dave and Elon definitely are, are, are people that um, sometimes I, I go to for, for restaurant news, but sometimes what what happens is news comes to me. I like so that. Over, over the years, over seven and a half years of, of building this site and, and building up a presence on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, um, what's happened is I have uh, followers, and a lot of those followers um, either are in places that I'm not, right? I can only be in one place at a time, and, and they let me know, by the way, something is opening, here are a couple pictures, here's the heads up. Right. Um, and something happened like that last night. Oh. On Instagram, I got a Go, 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 message. share. I got a message on Instagram um, from the daughter of the owner of a new cafe that's going to be opening on the Upper West Side. Ah, oh, um, yeah, I think I saw that. Which, which I will be blocking it out shortly. Ooh. And um, but that kind of stuff happens all the time, or sometimes the, the owner themselves will reach out to me like, by the way, this is happening. I love so it. It's there's, great. There's, there's no one way that, that news comes to me. Um, and I'm, you know, when I, when I hear about these things, I want to make sure that the community knows about right, it. Right. You so. have a very large Facebook group and your Instagram is over 10,000, which is amazing. And it happened so quickly. So you are the real deal. Like, you know, you, people just really want to follow you. Thanks. Well, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I'm, I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about, um, kosher food and kosher restaurants. Um, I'm also passionate about social media. It's what I do for a living. Right. So my, my, my day job is at a media agency where I'm the social media strategy lead. So I, I know what I'm doing when, when I'm participating on these social channels. And I, I, I like to think that I have a, a decent eye for what looks good and what doesn't look good. So I'm, I'm very critical with what types of pictures I'm going to be posting to, to Instagram. Um, and I think that a lot of people ask, well, how did you grow so big? I said, well, first of all, I'm very consistent. Right. Um, with, with what I'm posting. I, I like to be informative with what I'm posting, but also my content, I, I believe, looks good. And I think that's really what sells on a platform like Instagram. I, I, so. think it, I think it was really cool when I was in Israel when I led my birth tri- birthright trip at this past summer. I took a picture of a whole fried tilapia that I ordered with French fries, and you regrams it on your page. And I was so honored to be on your page to be tagged well, by you. Well, number one, it looked good. It was right? amazing, and it was, and it was pretty ugly looking. But, you know, the fish itself, because you, you didn't see it in person, it was like this eye staring at you. But it was a, it was a, we took it outdoors. I think the picture also had good lighting. Um, yeah, it's all about the lighting. It's all about the lighting, right, Melinda? It's all about yeah. the lighting. Oh, yeah. But, but um, you know, to be picked up by, yeah, that's kosher was quite an honor for me, so thank you. Yeah. No, I, listen, I, I, one of the other things I love to do is um, give restaurants, um, you know, their publicity. And, and you know, restaurants, they don't necessarily ask, although sometimes they do, but they don't necessarily ask to be featured. Um, I, you know, I, if I see something that looks good and looks nice, I'm, I'll feature it from whichever restaurant as long as it's, it's kosher. Right, right. There are so many different hashkachas. It's, you know, everyone should go find, ask their own rabbi where they eat, what they should eat, because I've seen lately a lot of, uh, you know, newer hechsherim or newer rabbis that are coming onto the scene giving hechshers, and I'm not familiar with them. So if you're ever not sure, just, you know, you can always ask your own local rabbi as well. Yeah, and, and you know, when, I, when I post things to the blog, I always try to list who the hechsher is because, you know, I know that the way that I keep kosher might be different from the way that literally everybody else keeps kosher. And I'm not here to judge and I'm not here to tell people what right. is and what isn't kosher. I'd right. rather let each individual decide and each individual um, you know, rely on their community and their rabbi right. to, to tell them if this is if this is good enough for them, great. Okay, so I have tons of questions for you. You're very big with the, the, the credit card offers. I love that too. 
<laughs> so, you know, if people want to know what credit card Johnny does travel on, he's going to tell us in a little bit um, about his uh, upcoming trip to Europe. Um, but he has, like, if you ever want to know what credit card is the hottest credit card to purchase or to apply for, go to Yeah, That's Kosher because you always, you always keep us up on that. Yeah, one of the things that you know, I'm passionate about is, is travel. It's a big part of why Yeah, That's Kosher exists. It's not only about the restaurants, it's about the travel. And in order for me, and I think that you know, a lot of the Jewish community to, to travel is to make sure the travel is affordable. And one of the ways to make travel affordable is to use points to make that happen, whether you're using points for your flights or whether you're using points for your hotels or otherwise. Um, I've been relying on credit card points uh, and miles for a few years now, and, and I definitely didn't invent doing this. I've, you know, I've definitely learned from people who have been doing it way longer than, than myself. One of the things that I focus on on Yavis Kosher are some of the and some of the basic offers that anyone can take advantage of. Um, and these are cards that when you sign up for them, when you spend somewhere between a thousand and three or five thousand dollars within the first few months, you get really large bonuses just for hitting that spend. And what that allows you to do is that bonus can typically be worth a round trip flight, sometimes more than one round trip flight. Right. Sometimes it's worth um, multiple nights in a hotel. What's the best um, card? The best? Yeah. Um, again, it best depends offer. on right. who you are. It depends on who you are and what your what your preferences are and, and how you like to travel. So for me, there are two cards that I use all the time because I like the benefits of what they offer and also their sign, the sign-up bonuses for both of them are valuable. Okay. One one is the American Express Starwood Preferred uh, Starwood Preferred uh, Group Group. No, uh, it's it's American Express SPG. Yeah, I use and, that. Yeah, and the 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 points there are probably the most valuable. When you talk to any of these bloggers who blog exclusively about credit card points, mm-hmm. they'll tell you that SPG points <laughs> are the most valuable. I've got and, mine right here in my hand. Yeah, exactly right. And, and like I. <laughs> I use them in, in one of two ways. We're all smiling to... in the studio. <laughs> we all use that right. card. Right. Like there's, there's, there's two big ways to use them. One is that you can transfer them to about 30-plus international airlines at a rate of um, for every 20,000 points you transfer to the airline, American Express will kick in an additional 5,000 uh, points. So you're getting a 25% bonus every time you transfer to an airline, which is huge. I'm actually writing all this down. (laughs) I'm making notes. Right. Like, if you have 40,000 points, but you need 50,000 miles for a flight, that's it. You have it because Amex will kick in the additional 25%. I went to Hawaii last year with my husband for his 50th birthday. Um, uh, Oops, everyone knows how old you are, but everyone (laughs) did in any case. Um, And we... Went for like 10 days all on Sheraton points because we could get such good value. Was they're gorgeous Sheraton hotels for very low points. Yes. We and did so the same that's, thing this that's, year, actually. That's we went the other to way. For free I've been, hotel, for free everything. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've, been yeah. Finding, I've been finding really great value um, with a lot of their properties. You can you can use their points at many properties for as low as 4,000 or 7,000 points a night, which is a joke because you get – Anywhere between twenty-five and thirty thousand points to sign up. So if you can stay at certain hotels for four or seven thousand points a night, that's many, many nights just for the sign-up bonus. And I, I can tell you right now that on my upcoming trip to Europe, we're using 
um, we're using our Starwood points at uh, at least one, if not two different hotels uh, in Europe that would normally cost anywhere between three and 500 euro a night, which, yeah, yeah, it's in three or 500 euro, which is crazy. Yeah, 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 that's like a um, thousand but, but bucks. Nice, but they're nice, luxurious hotels, and we can spend um, maybe 12 or 13,000 points a night, which is that's an amazing nothing. value. It's like $130, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And how are you flying there? Which airlines are you flying? Are you using points for that? So many um, questions. We're not using points um, only because you know I, I work I work with a, 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 a travel agent from the Jewish community who is really good at um, making sure you know we, we get good deals. And, you know, because I'm trying I'm flying with my family as well as an extended family. This is kind of a family trip. We're going to both explore as well as for a family wedding, as well as for, like, a heritage trip to oh, for where, my, where, where my grandparents were from. Where? Where? Where are your grandparents? Uh, so so we're, going to, we're going to Vienna, where my dad was born. Oh, my, mother, going... my mother was also born in Vienna. That's so funny. Um, but my grandparents, including the ones that were living in Vienna, they're not, they're not Austrian. They, they're all Hungarian. So all four of my grandparents are Hungarian. So we're going to head over to Hungary for a few days to, to check that out. And then we're flying to Paris for my cousin's wedding. So we're going to be spending about five five days in Paris. I That's believe. amazing. I've actually yeah. I've actually got a really good friend who was the ultimate foodie. We were there in 1999 before the whole foodie and Facebook and hardly the internet was going then. Um, and he took us. We spent the weekend. Then we flew there back. To, we flew to Paris on points back in the day because I had all these points. I was always very points conscious from going to Australia. You go to Australia, you get 20,000 points, 30,000 points. So I was always racking up points. I would take my kids' points and merge the points. So we went to Europe. Um, we went to Paris and London on, on points, and we stayed with friends in both places. Um, and he took us to every single cafe and restaurant for that was possible in the five-day period that we were there. We ate ourselves into a stupor. It was unreal. We actually took us to the Hypercasha, where unfortunately that shooting was um, – Last yeah. year, um, yeah, so, it was in January. Yeah, so we were actually in that same hypercash. It was actually, it's a beautiful supermarket. It was like, you know, something like Gourmet Glass, a little bit smaller. Um, but it, Paris was unbelievable, and that was before the whole foodie explosion. Um, but I think French food has always been on the forefront of being, you know, the foodie yeah, that's, revolutionary that's, foods. That's probably one of the most exciting thing, things that I'm excited about for this upcoming trip is just going out on our own and hitting up the cafes and the, the, the bistros and uh, the steakhouses. We're, okay. we're really, really excited for I, I just want to give you one thing that you must try, a, a dairy, buttery croissant with chocolate inside. There's nothing like that in the world. It's yeah, We've had them in Israel. We get them here. There's nothing like the ones from Paris. You're going to go crazy mm-hmm. over them. I, just... I'm sure I will. I mean, know that <laughs> my wife will love them also. I can tell you that the there's a French bakery in Los Angeles called Delice. Oh, I love Delice. Love it. And and when I go to Los Angeles, and I used to go for work, um, I went for work twice in the last um, 12 months, and I also, or 13 months, and I used to go for work back in the day before my, my current career at a previous role. Um, I used to go there all the time, and that is my favorite breakfast spot in Los Angeles. Um, their breakfast is amazing, and their their pastries, especially the the croissants, oh, the chocolate croissants, amazing. are amazing. amazing, amazing, amazing. And he's 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 French, so but it's even better in France. Maybe it's the French water, but it was amazing. You know what I love from from Delice, the eggs Benedict. Um, maybe I'm saying it wrong. With the they put the egg, the poached egg on top of the bread, and with the with the um the sauce on top of it, the egg yolk sauce on top. It was unbelievable. I love Delice. 
yeah, it's that's it's definitely a place that no matter no matter what type of trip I'm taking to LA, that is my breakfast. Right, spot. I, I totally agree. And, um, yeah. I do. I'm dying to go to Mexico. I have not been there yet. <laughs> so yeah, next. so Mexico Mexico is a no brainer. Gone, gone there a few times. Enjoyed their food while they were when, right. in the, that one day they were here in New York. Um, and you know, I think I think that we'll, we'll probably be hearing more from them in the future. I, I, I can't say what with hot, hot gossip. Hot, sure. hot gossip. You can't share yet. What can you share with us? What's exciting? My last question. What's coming up that we should be all hyped up and excited about? Um, well, there's um, there's definitely uh, you know a couple places that have that have been opening recently. There's a new place that opened up in the Five Towns um, that was a barbecue place. Um, there's another barbecue slash smokehouse that's going to be opening up in the Five Towns that you know, we don't even have uh, an end date as to when that's opening. I know, never. Um, it's and, been like three years. Right, right. And then, and then you, you very well know this. Amsterdam Burger is coming to, to Cedarhurst, which I think everybody's excited about. It's been more than a year in the making. Yeah. Um, and but then there's a whole sick. bunch of restaurants that have also been, you know, in process and in process of opening in Manhattan um, that have not happened, including. Um, Wall Street Grill downtown, and another one downtown, uh, Milk and Honey. Oh, nice. Right? So the, the, these, are, these are places that people are asking, like, when is this opening? When is this opening? And I feel like there's just there's a lot of um, you know red tape and construction right. issues, and there's just so many different things that affect different restaurants that, that consumers like us don't realize um, stall a restaurant from opening on time. Right. Um, another one that um, has or is supposed to have reopened, but I think that there's still little stalls, um, is Ben and Izzy's in Toronto. So I was up in Toronto in January, which right. is the worst possible time to travel. <laughs> and you got snowed Toronto. in or something, right? Didn't you get snowed in? Oh, I didn't get snowed in. I was supposed to um, be flying back to New York on a day that we were supposed to get a blizzard, and the blizzard never came. Yeah. But my flight was canceled anyway. Ah, so you got to um, eat out more. I, that's exactly right. I used my, my extra my extra day my extra day there to eat at two more restaurants. Uh, so Ben and Izzy's was, you know, it's like this um, New York style deli with their own flavor, I'm sure. Um, but it was definitely unique and, and definitely exceeded my expectations. Um, they had closed over the summer, and right, then I had seen they that. recently announced that they're that they're reopening and they should have reopened already. I think that they're a little bit behind, but right. I think that's pretty exciting for the for the local Excellent. community there. I have one last question: What's your favorite restaurant in New York? My favorite restaurant in New York is a restaurant that I unfortunately do not get to go to often, um, and that's Hard Days. Ah, uh, great answer. I just asked, Melinda's just coming in from filling her meter. Um, I asked Donnie his favorite restaurant. He said Paradise. Melinda and I went and had a, a little Paradise party uh, right after Pesach, after we cooked so much food, and we came back and we cooked together. She was an amazing help to me, and we went and we had a Paradise party. We had the tasting menu. Brilliant. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't done the tasting menu yet. I think that um, that's probably the next thing on my agenda. Let's do uh, a, a couple few, years ago. We went um, with my in-laws to Paradise for Thanksgiving, and we did a special mm. Thanksgiving menu. Mm. And that was a lot of fun. Excellent, Donnie. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us today. Thank we, you for having me. We could we could keep chatting for a whole hour. We could do a whole hour with yeah, that's kosher. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we could. If you want to uh, check out the Donnie's website, yeah, that's kosher.com, Instagram, yeah, that's kosher, Facebook, any other ways? Twitter. Yeah, Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram. I'm super active. So anybody has any questions, tips, um, or just wants to say hi, 
Okay. I'm, 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 and, I'm there. And shout out to Donnie because he actually designed my website, kitchen-tested.com. So, Donnie, I don't know if you're still doing that, but if anybody needs a website design, Donnie's amazing at it. So, there thank we you, shout thank out you. there. Thank you, Melinda. Sure. Um, so, Multi talented. For people that are serious and, and want to build, um, you know, a website or, or their own kosher blog, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm available for hire to, to build that site. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Donnie, and uh, we'll be in touch. Great. Thank you. All take right. Care. Take care. All right. Shabbat shalom. This is shabbat Table. Shalom. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is also heard on our Rutsheva English Radio. We are sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. We're just going to do a very quick What's for Dinner segment sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glad. If you didn't hear me mention it last week, the Wood Miss store is now open. We are super excited. I'm looking for quick and easy recipes this time of the year. It's busy. We want something that will stick to our bones. So I came up being inspired by the um, vegetarian Indian restaurant I was at in Stanford. I made an Indian lamb curry. Um, even though theirs is vegetarian, mine's got lamb in it. Um, I just sauteed some onions and garlic and ginger um, in a pan, and I threw in some lamb cubes. I asked my butcher in Gourmet Glatt, Rabbi Wallowick, he uh, trimmed off a lot of the fat, and then I added the curry powder, two sweet potatoes um, diced up small, a can of coconut milk, a can, uh, one cup of uh, chicken, uh, chicken stock, um, salt and pepper, a 10-ounce bag of frozen buttock spinach, and some cilantro. If you don't like cilantro, use parsley. Stir it together, cover it on low, and then just bring it to the simmer for about 45 minutes on low, and it'll just melt in your mouth. Serve it with some warm, crusty bread. It's unreal. So um, give that a try, and you can make it ahead and freeze it. It's one of those really easy recipes. On the line all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, we have Roberta Sher. Roberta. Hi, Naomi, Hi, and Donnie. now I have to leave for the grocery store to get all of those ingredients I know. for that delicious dish you but just described. Thank you. They will. I'm going to put that up on my website in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> and Melinda's going to take some photos of it. Big hugs to you to, from New York City to Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us my today. Pleasure. Um, my pleasure. Roberta is founder of the blog kosher, uh, website, really, uh, kosherai.com, um, and she's also one half of the team of Kosher Feast. Um, I wanted to have Roberta and Esty on the show. Esty uh, could not join us today because her dad is not well and she had to hop on a plane to Chicago. Um, and, um, yeah, so uh, we get to have Roberta all to ourselves. Um, Melinda's here in the studio with me, as you know. Hello. Um, so t- talk to me a, a couple of minutes about Kosher Eye. When did you start your website? We started Kosher Eye in 2009. At that time, Lois Held started it with me, um, and now I'm here alone in Kosher Eye with a small staff. We wanted to start a website that uh, reflected all of the new delicious products and culinary tools available to the kosher cook. And after when we started it, we basically were one of the only kosher-focused websites, and now we have a whole community of great friends. Very nice. And you, what you do is you um, you put together also, you invite other bloggers to share with you um, recipes. You've taken some of my recipes. You, you put together, I remember last year you called it the all-star um, uh, Tishrei menu, and you put together a whole bunch of people um, right. sharing their recipes in one place, one community. We have a feature we call Cooking with the Stars, and we pick um, 
well, each holiday, each Yom Tov, each season, we try to gather the best of the best recipes and post them on Kosherai. And we also are always looking for new brands, new products, new culinary tools, right. new cookbooks, anything that will help. The You're more than just a recipe website. You're Absolutely. just so much more. You're a resource for, for uh, the kosher chef, which and, is amazing. And we like to print news news that's relevant to kosher, mostly good, sometimes not so good. (laughs) But um, we try to stay up with the news and be trendy. So we have a good time. And tell me, you're you're there in Atlanta, Georgia. How are the restaurants out there? Uh, That's what we need more of. We have a few restaurants, but we wish all those wonderful New York and Los Angeles and Florida restaurants would open a branch here. We have about four or five kosher restaurants. Oh, that's not bad. No, not bad not at bad all. Not bad at all. Sydney has like three <laughs> where uh, I'm from. We just need more. Right, right. I remember I was in Atlanta, oh, I don't know, five, six years ago, mm-hmm. and we had this really good Chinese food that we got it in a mall, in a supermarket. Correct. That's right near my home. That's That was delicious. Hai Peking. It's oh, a takeout. Yeah. Kosher restaurant. I, I still remember the Chinese food being excellent from there. It's, yes, it's very good, and we cherish it. Okay, good. It's nice to have something sta- staple that goes, you know, that's in the community for a long time. Okay, now let's talk about Kosher Feast. How did Kosher Feast begin? Well, uh, this is the fifth year of Kosher Feast, and as the kosher cooking community grew online, we took a look at it and said, wouldn't it be nice if we could meet everyone? So the first year we had it, I believe it was 2010, we had it at uh, Solo in New York the night before Kosher Fest. Oh, that's the pun, Kosher Fest, Kosher Feast, because yes. it plays off each other. <laughs> Cute. And we, we filled the room with 26 online bloggers, website owners, cookbook authors, etc. It was such a success. The next year we expanded, and the next year we expanded, until last year we had 115 attendees. Wow. And the most important part about it is that the kosher bloggers and community gets together, and we schmooze, we network, we share information on new products, and we all get ourselves ready for Kosher Fest, which, which starts the next day. Very nice. So this is going to be November 9th. Correct. The night before. Now, this year it's, it's kind of special because it's left Manhattan. It's gone all the way to Brooklyn. <laughs> Shlomo and Schiffer Klein. Whoa! Give, we're giving them a clap. This year, and we are so excited. It seems like it's going to be a very creative and extensive menu. Oh, boy. It is amazing. <laughs> ten, ten tasting courses which is amazing to me, and we're having um, a cocktail hour sponsored by Royal Wine. Yay. Thank you, Royal Wines. Thank you, Kedem. They're great. They've always been so supportive and generous with Kosher Feast and so many causes around the country. Oh, they're fantastic. Real Balei Chesed. Yes, they are. And we get a lot of support from the team that produces Kosher Fest. Oh, that's so Uh, lovely been with us since the beginning, and it is so nice to have them. And they know that these are the people that can promote 
Kosher Fest and all of the brands that come to Kosher Fest. Right. And and how does one, can anyone come to Kosher Fest? Feast? Feast? Uh, we really try to limit it to the media, to cookbook authors, um, and of course to brand, sponsoring brands and, and brands that go to Kosher Fest. So we try to, the, the majority of people there are the, the kosher media. Okay, and what's the, the program for the evening? Well, Naomi, as you know, you're one of our honorees, and we are delighted to have you this year. We have... Um, Thank you. <laughs> well, well-deserved. We have six honorees this year, including Alain Kornblum, who's the founder We're giving of claps. Great Can we have applauses? ZK is going to play some applauses. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, keep going. We're going to keep the book. We have Kim Kushner, best-selling cookbook author and TV celebrity. She's on quite often. We have Doug Sokoloff, and we are so grateful to Douglas this year because he's also sponsoring a bus, which will go from Melinda's event to kosher feet. Big one, big, big. That's for Doug. Big he, clap. He's a picture's right there right. in the studio. Right. We're, we're delighted about that because we were a bit concerned how we were going to get everybody from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Yeah, everyone's going to be so happy. Yeah. yeah. He stepped forward and he's doing just... We love you, Doug. <laughs> and then we have Phyllis Kogel. We all know her who works with the OU, and she's focused on making all the best brands in the world kosher. Yeah, we love you, Phyllis. Yes. And uh, Herm Rowland, he is the chairman of the board of the Jelly Belly Company. Oh, cute. So cute. Yeah. He was one of the pioneers who decided that his products should be kosher certified. It was a great business decision. And selfishly, it's a great decision for me because I love Jelly Belly. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Now, one more award, Naomi, and that's the Gil Marks Award. We know that we lost the great Gil Marks. He sat in my studio twice. Yes, he was just an amazing man, talented, kind, giving. And we decided this year that we would try to set up an award each year to recognize someone we who love follows in his footsteps who is also a mensch. Do we have any nominations in yet um, that you can our share? nominations don't close. Yes, we do have nominations. They don't close for a few days. How does someone nominate someone? Just send us an email. If you have a nomination, anyone out there, um, for someone in the culinary world, they can be a chef, a cookbook author, a blogger, just anyone. Um, send us your nomination and in a few sentences why you want to nominate the person, kosherfeast at gmail.com. That is really a beautiful thing to do. It's chosen by your peers. This is a real amazing award to uh, give out in memory of the late, great Gil Marks who sat I'm a bit teary-eyed. He sat in the studio twice with us uh, talking about uh, Pesach cooking one time and the whole history of how things became kosher as well. Like he was a real um, pioneer. Uh, he's a James, he was a James Beard Award winner, I think, the first kosher yeah. cook to, to have that. His sister-in-law, Sherry Marks, good friend of the studio and, and the network and myself and my husband um, and all the foodies, um, 
you know, I was talking to her the other day and how much his family misses him too. So uh, the world misses you. His yes, Nishama. he was a mentor for so many. Yeah, his Nishama should have an Aaliyah. Amen. Okay, so um, we look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, right? It's uh, like two weeks away. So if you do, if you are in social media, you are a very serious foodie. And we don't mean just, um, you know, we, if you're an Instagrammer, serious Instagrammer, come. This is what it's all about. When we say kosher media, we're saying Instagrammers and right. people who have followings. And, and, and if you're really just serious about meeting some of the people in the industry to, so you can get into the industry yourself, come. Come meet us. Come schmooze, learn how it's done. It's togetherness. Everyone supports each other in this com- in in the foodie community. We Absolutely. are we're really one, and and we really look forward to um being together. For- I did, Naomi. I did want to mention sure, one more thing. Sure. This year at Kosher Feast, we are going to be buying um, bulletproof vests for the IDF. We have oh. committed. The organizers of Kosher Feast has committed to buying one vest. But we're hoping that some of our, uh, some others in our community will pull their funds or individually buy additional bulletproof vests. And we will announce it that night. So if anyone out there is interested in participating, just email us again at kosherfeast at gmail.com. Absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you, Roberta. Wow. Very moving, the second half of our interview. Thank you very much for sharing. I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. Yes, it's going to be we're awesome. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Okay, great. So I'm going to talk to you soon in person. I'll give you a big hug when I see you, and we look forward to, uh, you know, meeting up at Kosher Feast and eating. <laughs> yes, eating, 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 and drinking, drinking, drinking. Yeah. Oh, I like that. She's an Australian at heart. <laughs> Thank you very, very much from, from, for joining us from Atlanta, Georgia. Take care, Roberta. My pleasure. All right. Take care. Good job. Bye-bye. That that was Roberta Sher from Atlanta, Georgia. Did that sound like a bit southern? Maybe too fake, right? Not at all. Sorry. (laughs) I'm talking about the trifecta of of, uh, the kosher food week that's going to be coming up starting off with uh, November 9th, starting off with the one and only Linda Strauss, uh, kitchen-tester.com, and founder, co-founder, and then now founder. Yeah. She did it with my cousin Shelley Serba, who runs Kosher Trader Joe's Instagram. Yeah, it's and a great group, group and the group. Yeah, so join that up because you're missing out on if you are not on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Melinda is running now the um, Kosher Food Bloggers Conference for the fourth. Yeah, I'm counting fourth year in a row. Um, you know, I have Melinda on a lot because we're foodie buddies and good friends in real life. Um. And but she, we always have to have her on this time of the year. I'm sure that you've now we're in season four that you will know this um, because I think this is your third or fourth time talking about Kosher Food Bloggers Conference. I'm so <laughs> excited. So like, shall I do it this year? I'm like, yes, of course you're going to do it this year. You know, I, I just realised, Melinda, yeah. would you like to announce the giveaway for Celebrate for um, the cookbook that you received? Ooh, I we're doing a give. There's going to be a giveaway. There's going to be a giveaway. Melinda oh, is okay. What, is, what's the uh, announcement? I don't know it. Okay, no. Melinda, <laughs> I'll hold up well, the cookbook. Melinda's going to hold it up for me. I'm going to announce. You want celebrate? Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous, right? Beautiful cookbook. Okay, so we're going to make sure that we get uh, uh, everybody in. Um, should uh, email me um, Naomi at nachamsegel.com. But you have to do two things to before you email me. You have to go to Instagram. You have to follow Naomi Nachman, and you have to follow Nacham Siegel Network. Not too complicated, um, but um, 
and then send me the email. Um, and you will be in the running for Elizabeth Kurtz's gorgeous book. Did we get that up on the screen? Um, that's Melinda's copy. You got a copy today. I'm so excited. To I read know. It. It's a gorgeous Love book. It. Um, so, um, so we got the giveaway in. Sometimes I forget to announce at the beginning and I write myself in big pencil. <laughs> Don't forget to announce the giveaway. For me, that's probably one of the most exciting parts of the show besides my great guest. Uh-huh. Getting that in there. So, Melinda, hi. Welcome hi. back. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're so busy all the time, aren't we? Busy moms, busy bloggers, busy eaters. Yeah, and you know, I have to say thank you, Naomi, because you and Liz and Esty, Liz Rubin from Kosher Like Me and Esty Berkowitz, who runs, who's one of the people who runs Kosher Feast, because I wasn't sure if I was going to do the conference this year, and not because people don't enjoy the conference. I just, you know, I had a lot going on, and life's been getting busier. I've been doing a lot of photography, and we were all in Connecticut together. We were sitting by Alyssa's pool, and you guys were like, how could you not do a conference this year? Yeah. Like, you're it's, crazy. It's part we'll of help our lives. You. We'll, do, we'll do everything with you, and um, so I decided after that, I was like, I'm going to do it, and I made it a shorter day just to make a, a little bit less hectic for myself, and, you know, it is a long day for everybody, especially because we go to Kosher Feast after, and then Kosher Fest the next day. Um, but I think it's, I'm actually really excited. I think this is the best year yet of the conference, or I hope it's going to be it the best year It gets just better and better. Yeah. So tell us about why you started Kosher Food Bloggers. Okay. Well, it's actually What's really the funny. Point? So Shelly, your cousin, Shelly Serber, and I, uh, we were... We went to Fairway, actually, one time. It was many, a few years ago. It was over four years ago. And we were just chatting about food. And she had a blog as well. And we were talking about how there wasn't really any opportunities for bloggers specifically to get together, hang out, learn about how to build their brands. Because we, at that time, were learning how to build our own brands. We were both really new. So we just right there were like, let's do it. Let's, let's start a conference and see who comes and have speakers who can teach us how to be better bloggers and have a better brand. Because it really does come down to having a good brand you can write recipes and you can you can you know talk about the food and you could take pictures good hopefully good pictures and but if you don't have a voice that people can identify with then people may not follow you so it's good to have a brand to go with it if one is looking to start a blog what mm-hmm. would that first piece of advice that you would get them besides calling donnie klein to yeah. build the website for you there you go <laughs> yeah, Shout out to you, donnie. yeah um i think it's really important to first know before anything else that blogging is a lot of work it's not just um, you know, I mean, and listen, if you want it, whatever you do, if you write a recipe and you share it in one of these incredible Facebook groups, it's incredible, too, because it's all about sharing. But if you want to go the next step to have a blog, which is, again, to have a brand and to have all these social media accounts and to write recipes, photography, the, the works, you got to make the commitment. And listen, you start a blog, you don't like it, you could stop. It's OK. But right. if you really want to make it a long term thing and you want to maybe make money from it one day, which we're actually going to be discussing at the conference you got to first make sure you have the time and you got to have the heart for it. You got to know that you want it because otherwise you're, it's going to fizzle out very quickly. It's a lot of work. It's hours and hours. I actually, you know, any new post that you write, you, it's from concept to writing a recipe to taking pictures of it as you go or at the end of the process. And again, making sure they're nice pictures and editing them, posting social media. It's hours of work for one post. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I, but it's worth it. I love it. It's really, it's, it went from being a hobby to being something that I actually make money from. And I still have such a passion for it. Every recipe that I write, I'm excited to post it. That's great. So it's, it's about your passion for food. Totally. You know, I look forward to, on Mondays, I get my email. I'm, I'm signed up for your emails through your blogs uh-huh. and, and I get, you know, I have that for mine as well, but I'm not so good at sending out the newsletter. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I love your newsletter. It's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. So he has to fix all the grammar first. I can talk. <laughs> I just can't write. Um, so I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. Um, cause I, 
been crazy busy. Um, but, you know, doing lots of other foodie things too. But, you know, I look forward to the emails from all the bloggers that I follow. I always sign up for their newsletters to see what's going on, draw my attention to something. And I like that your recipes are always yummy and accessible and just a little bit um, out of the box. And I love that it's out of the box (laughs) Yeah, because I don't want to cook in the box. You know, I like that. I like a little bit of something. So, Mm -hmm. um, okay, so we've got kosher food bloggers come up. Who were the sponsors? Well, we got quite a few sponsors. Um, Our biggest sponsor this year is kosherwine.com. Yay. And they are fantastic. They are they going to be plying us with alcohol there? So we're not going to have alcohol at the conference because we're going to be drinking it up at Kosher Feast. And I didn't want to... Make us all drunk in the middle of the day. Right. And I want everybody to be able to learn because the really yeah, no, it's about learning. It's yes. about learning and having speakers who really mean something and we can connect with. So if we're all drunk, <laughs> we're maybe not going to learn Uh-oh. so much. Okay. Yeah. So I agree. We are getting everybody. We always have swag, of course. What's so in the swag bag? There's going to be lots of fun surprises. My favorite swag bag, actually, we've done. But uh, I think I say that every year. <laughs> yes, like I say, every restaurant's good. But that's, yeah. that's not always true. But yeah. they, we do have a really nice corkscrew in there from kosherwine.com. So that's oh, a nice. good start. Um, those just came in the mail, actually. So Remember last year you had baked by Melissa and had three oh, little cupcakes yeah. in there. And that was the first thing I opened up. The first lecture that was going on, I was eating those little... Cupcakes. Yeah, I had a few extras that I kept in the freezer for a while. My my son kept going in and getting more. I'm like, those are my cupcakes. Thank you very much. Stay away. Yeah. Um, so they're the main sponsor. And then we have lots of other sponsors that it's going to be surprises. It's on the website as well. We're going to have some chips in there. And actually, there is going to be alcohol in there um, from a company called Sukkah Hill. They make basamim and um, uh, etrog. Etrog, thank you. Um, I've had liqueur, it. And I actually have a few samples that I want. I'm, I have something I want to make. It'll be a little surprise on Instagram soon. But they are going to be putting some samples in the bag. So oh, if nice. you really want to get drunk at the conference. You can have a little bit. <laughs> you could do it on your own. We're not such alcoholics. We're really there to learn. <laughs> yes. And we're learning from the great ones. Who have yes. you, you got in? So I'm really, really excited this year to have Miriam Pascal from Overtime, Overtime Cook. Cook. I have not had her in the studio yet. Okay, Miriam, this is your shout out. You need to get your tush in the studio. I know. We, we spoke yeah. at the JWE last two weeks ago and I'm like, mm-hmm. Miriam, come on. She's like, I know. We got to get it. Miriam, together. I'll come with you. We'll do it together. It'll be super fun and we'll just sit and chat. It'll be great. Uh, Miriam, but the condition is you bring me some dessert. Oh, yeah. She, last time she was here, she bought me amazing stuff. So. Oh, the little moose cups. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Matt. I remember that. I may have had a taste of one afterwards when we hung out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she's speaking, and she's going to be talking about – she's a huge, huge following. I mean, she gets hundreds of thousands of views on her website a, half, a month. hundred – half a million. Yeah. She's had a half a million – by the time it was the summer that rolled around, she got a half a million in 2015. Yes, and it's even more now. She gets two to 300,000 a, m- a month viewing. And I'm pretty sure I got that right. I mean, it could be more, but we just spoke a few days ago. So it's, it, it's something around that number, which is astounding. So she really knows how to connect with her audience. And that's what she's going to be discussing. And I've, she's, you know, we know Miriam could be very shy. So I'm really excited that she's going to be. But she has a great group. speaking voice on, on social media. She's not shy in social media. Mm-hmm. And if you are starting a blog or, or an Instagram following or a group following, Find your own voice. Mm-hmm. Make it a nice voice. <laughs> so. I'm very into that. Although Be some nice. people make their voice actually, you know, well, nasty, but you know, like too it. honest, too <laughs> honest. Let's not say nasty, too yes, honest. Yeah. But find your voice, find your brand, find, find, put your personality yeah. into. I love how Chef Chaya, she'll, she'll be holding a cupcake that she made, but she'll have a cute ring on her thumb. Totally. And she'll call it ring. One of her hashtags will be cupcake, chocolate, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then she'll like ring bling. I love that. It became a little bit about 
what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Find your voice if yeah. you're looking to start something. And that helps with your brand. So Miriam's going to be discussing that. I, I always talk to Miriam and get, try and get tips from her. So it just seemed natural for her to be able to speak to the entire crowd about those tips and to take it above and beyond. And then we have a food stylist coming, which I'm really excited yeah. about, Renee Mueller. And I'm looking forward to that. The great thing about food styling versus photography as a speaker is that you know, even if you're just on Instagram, or not just on Instagram, we love Instagram, but even if you're on Instagram or you're posting on Facebook versus just on your blog, you it's it, you want to make sure your pictures look really good. Like Donnie was saying, it's all about people look at the food first and they want to know what it is, which is why sometimes they won't even read what you wrote. And they're like, recipe? And I'm like, it's right there. Actually, someone had a question for me about a post that they had. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the post. I didn't read the long McGillet they wrote afterwards. <laughs> I'm like, pretty picture, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why you want to have beautiful pictures. And one thing that Renee could teach us is not just, it's not how do you take a picture. It's how do you make the food look beautiful in the picture? And we have great lighting in, in the location. that It's going to be at Tact Studio, which is in Union Square. It's a really cool space. And there's beautiful big lighting. So she can really show everybody how to make your food look good for Instagram, for your blog, for whatever your purpose for that photo is how does one sign up it's quite close to the event oh yeah and there's still room we always make room because we find spaces where well hopefully you know there's enough room for everybody uh but we're not closed out yet uh you would go to kosherfoodbloggers.com and there's this button on the side on the right side that says register you can really just scroll down the home page and there's a registration there as well somebody's flying in from england just for this i'm really excited it's so cool so kosher great. food blogger mm-hmm. conference from england uh helen oh my god <laughs> Gold Ryan. Um, so she has a, a, uh, we're bad friends. Oh my God. <laughs> Drawing a blank there. It's, it's been a very stressful morning. Um, yeah. So, um, mm. it's a really great conference. Yeah. If you are interested in breaking into the media world, what else can you tell us? What else is going on in the kitchen dash tested world? What are you working Ooh, on? What's next? going on in my world? Just a lot of, you know, I've been doing actually some food photography lately, which has been really exciting. I'm working on my photography page to put on my website so people can see what I do, but I, people hire me, you know, I mean, thank you. I'm pretty sure they're sponsored gourmet lot because I do photography for them. Um, and there's a few other clients and it's in kosherwine.com and I, they'll send me their products. I'll take all these beautiful pictures. They use them in articles. They'll use them for websites, actually Norman's yogurt, their entire website, the photography is all mine, except for like the stock photos of the actual yogurt. But the all the stuff on the homepage, I took those photos. So hire me. <laughs> and you know what? Um, you can you can actually Melinda and I had a um, me and Naomi Ross from Jewish Cooking Concept, Concepts. Can't talk there. Mm-hmm. Um, we got together with Melinda, and Melinda actually gave us a photo a photography class. That's right. So you can actually, besides, you can pay Melinda to come to your house and take photos of your food mm-hmm. if you do want to put a get a blog together she can instruct you in uh how to take the photos how to set it up how how to style she has a very good eye and a very unique thank you yeah and you know if you're new to to a dslr which is one of those big fancy cameras i can help you with the basics you know i didn't do any classes on this i've just been actually miriam from overtime cook she and i years ago had a one of those like facetime or (laughs) skypes or whatever it was and she taught me how to use my camera so from there i learned so much about how to how to shoot in manual 
that um, I've been able to teach other people as well. What does that mean, shoot in manual? Ah, of course, you ah. take the cami, push your button. What does that mean? ZK's laughing. He's, he's the professional. Listen, it's, it's never a bad thing to shoot. Auto is automatic where everything sets up for you with the lighting. But sometimes you want to be able to change the lighting. And, ma- you know, if it's dark out and you want to make the photo look like you took it during the day, you have to switch to manual. And then it gets a lot more complicated because there's a lot of little details, ISO and things like that that are who would know what I'm talking about unless you actually right. go and do the research. I remember F stop and yes. shutter speed yeah. and I said, you know what, this is not for me. <laughs> I'm gonna actually hire Melinda to take the photo. So Did you return your camera? I return my camera <laughs> to Costco, Gobless Costco. But you know, if you do a very if you are very serious about photography, yeah. there is nothing like a personalized lesson. True. And you can be in touch with Melinda through her website. Mm-hmm. Um but I've I, I found for myself personally the, I'm holding up my iPhone. If you are not watching on the YouTube channel on Nachum Siegel Net, um, I use my iPhone and you can actually, um, now take classes. I was on the apple.com website. Mm-hmm. You can take classes in Apple stores on photography. How cool is that? Is that the cameras are getting better and better? Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be, but you know what? It depends on what you're looking for. I, I do have to say one thing. We spoke about this before with Donnie. Everything has to look good, but I say in general, when I plate my food for Shabbos and I'm not looking to take a photo. Because it's Shabbos, because I can't. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I, you eat with your eyes. Mm-hmm. I want my plates to be white, my colors of my, my food and my recipes to be vibrant. Yeah, and it's I hard. Th- Sometimes on Shabbos, it's funny because it, maybe it's a good thing we can't take pictures on Shabbos because a lot of times Shabbos food can be very brown. And not that it's a bad thing. Listen, I love chalent and I love potato kugel, but they are very brown. Right, but they you, just are. Right, so they're very brown, but there's <laughs> tons of salads that you yeah. can do. And I started garnishing a lot with um, pa- uh, fi- parsley, finely chopped right? parsley yes. or pomegranates, black sesame seeds. Oh, yeah. Just makes a dish pop. Little mm. tricks that you can do that I found to make a Shabbos dish look look really gorgeous. And even if something's really brown, mm-hmm. serve it in white dishes. You know, white, that's a big thing on with photography too. And a lot of times you want to throw color in there for fun. And, um, but white dishes just really make the food pop. Yeah. They just do. I have so many white dishes at home. I keep going to Marshall's and TJ Maxx and I, I buy more. Every time I call my lineage, because I'm in Marshall's online, I'm <laughs> buying some dishes. Oh, maybe in yeah. some boots too, but <laughs> I get yeah, some boots also and some clothes and a little bit, but I always buy dishes. I can't help myself. My right. husband, I come home. He's like, where are you going to put that? Right. And you don't have to spend a lot of money on your dishes. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, you can go to Marshall's, you can go to TJ Maxx. Sure. Um, home goods. Home goods. You can use your 20% off coupon at Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, home goods. That's just home mm, goods. I love it. I love to buy oven to table. I love to make whenever I go somewhere for Shabbos, yeah. for, if I'm invited out for a meal, I'll go to home goods. I'll buy like um, a beautiful oven to tableware dish that was $60 reduced down to eight. Ooh. And I'll make a dish in there. Okay. Yeah. Now the secret's out. All the hostesses. <laughs> well, that's use. another thing about blogging also when you were asking about that before is that it doesn't have to be an expensive thing but at the end of the day whether or not you're making money from it you are you know putting a lot into the recipe and you're spending money on the food that you're making hopefully you're actually eating it too you're spending um, money on the actual website it costs yes. money to host a website yes so in the end it is nice it's like when i start as a hobby you're kind of like oh i don't really need to make money then you're like well I'm yeah this is spending a lot of money so maybe i should make a little bit right too. just yeah. to pay for the food cost money yes. but it's nice that you get to eat the food afterwards well at the conference we um we actually have a panel that's going to be speaking about how to make money as a food writer and i wanted to be a food writer because again not everybody's a blogger per se and not a lot of bloggers actually like to call themselves food writers it's just everybody has their own thing i have no problem being a food blogger but it's 
uh, such an important thing. People want to know how, where they can make money. And there are so many opportunities. I mean, there are, it's insane how many directions you can go in. And you really want to find the one that you can do in the long run. Because right. some people like Naomi, you are amazing at food demos. I love to do food demos, but I, I love to do them when I'm there. And I'm standing behind the table, but all the prep for it, not my thing. See, I I love that. I like to talk about food. So people write about food. I talk Mm -hmm. about food. So that's why you have to find (laughs) when you have to kind of choose what is going to make money that you can sustain. Like, so photography, which I had no idea I was going to jump into. And thanks to you, actually, for getting me into the business. But uh, with with, uh, Gourmet Glad, actually, because you introduced me to them. I leapfrogged you. And that's where it started. But I realized that photography is something that I love to do. And it's a great way to make money. See, that's become your niche. Yes. Your voice Mm -hmm. is your photography through food, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. You don't do like headshots or bar mitzvahs. I try sometimes. They're not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout out to our friend, Nahama Leitner, who who does. She's amazing. Beautiful photography. Yes. We're going to give you a, let you know, to listen to the show that we're giving you a big shout out because you're looking for a gorgeous headshot, you go to Nahama Lina. And they're so unique. When I see one of her photos online, you know it's Nahama before anything else. You right. just know. Yeah. She, has, she, has, she, she found her voice. Yes. It's about your, her personalized touch mm-hmm. and her voice through her people photography. And if you need an amazing videographer, you call ZK. He's the man. Oh. I told him one day when I make weddings for my four girls, he's the man. Nice. Yeah. Got a few steps to go before that. <laughs> okay, I've already booked Hannah Blumis, uh, who hopefully will be doing photography. Yeah, this she's year. also last year. super talented. She's already, and my son is seven, and I'm like, I'm just letting you know, you're doing his bar mitzvah. So she's booked already. Sweetie, it goes really, it goes really fast. I know. So I'll just let her know that she's booked already. It's good. I just, she again has an incredible. I'm sure, voice. sweetie, you've booked the shawl. Oh no, I haven't done that yet. Okay, no, I should do. Because younger Israel would make gets booked fast. <laughs> People do it at birth. Yes. Oh, my gosh. No, not, not there yet. Well, we didn't know where we were going to be when Zach was born. Right. Maybe Seattle, maybe New York. Now we're stuck in New York. We love it. But Yeah, we need you here, babe. Yeah. But <laughs> Hannah, uh, shout out to Hannah because she's done our photography. And hopefully, again, this year, she'll be doing the photography at the conference. She, and yep. she is just so Very cool. talented. I know last year people were doing headshots out there with yeah, her. We might, if we have time, we are going to be doing headshots again. You'll If you're coming to the conference, and again, everybody sign up. Kosherfoodbloggers.com. That's right. Uh, we'll hopefully have a little bit of time for her to do more headshots because they were great. Yeah, very good. Yeah, She's she, really good. She did what I know for Tamar Ganger uh, with, from Joy of Kosher. She did Melissa Tamar. Kay from uh, Little Miss Cakes. Yes. And they still have them on their it's website. It's like family reunion. When we come to <laughs> Kosher Food Bloggers and we have the – it's like a family reunion. We yeah. are a family. And if you're not in the family yet but you want to be, we – welcome you in with open arms we oh, well love, said well yes. said well said yes so definitely sign up and this is the last thing also we take sponsors as well so if there's anybody who's interested in connecting with the food bloggers and chefs and authors that are coming to the conference or even we have a lot of the brand from from sponsorship the brands get uh free people uh free tickets so they're going to come as well, which is really great because then we can really connect with those brand owners and ambassadors. So if you want to be a sponsor, just email me at melinda at kosherfoodbloggers.com and we'll work it out. Prices are flexible. <laughs> Excellent. Thank mm-hmm. you, Melinda Strauss, for joining me today. Um, and she's you're going to drive me home, right? <laughs> Don't worry. You've got to ride home. Excellent. That's Excellent. why she invites me. Oh, uh, yeah. No. I You're the best food blogger I know. <laughs> Um, okay, we had an amazing action-packed show. Donnie Klein, thank you so much for joining us from Yeah, That's Kosher. Make sure you follow him. He is a really one to watch all the time. He just keeps us on our toes with food. Um, Roberta Sher, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, from kosherai.com and one half of the Kosher Feast uh, production company. Hope to see you all there. And um, Melinda Strauss. 
from uh, Kosher Food Bloggers, Kosher Food Bloggers and Kitchen Dash Tested. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem all the way up to Lech Benching. So thank you very much, Kedem. Um, stay tuned. We've got um, all kinds of exciting things coming up in the next couple of months. Um, our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. Shabbat shalom, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. Take care.